Yeah, I would um, very much support this. Um, the, the fact that these are being organised on social media from anywhere in the country, so they could turn up from anywhere. It's not even from, you know, your own locality that this these kind of threats are coming from. And that's the worrying thing, you know, like here in Shannon on Saturday, we had people from Dublin that were down. And, you know, I, I kind of got a bit worried. I wasn't at the meeting myself. But, you know, if, if my address is open to them, it's, what's to stop them coming down again, you know? Yeah, what's your take on it, Patricia? Is this something you would support? I know we've spoken to you before about um, when you were in actually on a recent Friday panel about that the incident of the dung was uh, flung at politicians. Um, you thankfully hadn't had too many incidents uh, like that that occurred to you, although you did mention one scary one. Is this something you would support? Um, I don't think so, Ellen. I think that we have to be very careful. I think there's a sense out there now that's um, frightening people. And I... I I think the one thing we do not want to lose is that the people cannot have access to their public representative, whether they're a county councillor or a, a Neuroctus member. So I think we have to watch this one very, very carefully. There will all, you cannot cover every eventuality, and there has been and will always be people who will disagree with what a, public, a stand the public representative is taking. But do you want to deny the public access? I don't think so. That that's understandable, but when the public don't engage their brain and cross over from meeting politicians in a in a decent setting and you know putting the questions to them that they want to put to them and are have a right to put to them to turning up in gangs outside their homes and intimidating them, it, that's crossing a line. It certainly is, and I have no I just don't like it and I think it's something that's been got out has got out of hand completely. But is the answer to deny the general the, the most of the public who are up, upright good standing citizens um who may want to contact their, their local representative is is denying them that right the way the proper way to go. I think we need to have a good look at this and have reasonable debate. Debate without um how it's hard to get a word that I want but um without a kind of a, a climate of fear which is what's been provoked at the moment and been is, is out there because of the intimidation that's going on and maybe a climate of intimidation is what I'm really talking about but um, I think that we have to deal with that and wonder what has gone wrong with society that people feel that it's all right to do this kind of action it has been growing in recent years um, funny enough there was when it was far, when it was what was termed the left, it seemed to be okay. But now that it's the right, it seems to be going the other way. So I just don't know. We just need to get a balance. But we cannot close off access for the public to their public representatives. And we cannot all rely on social media as the means of contact. Okay, just just before, I want to go back to Donna, but just before I do then, just on that, if you don't support changing the law around pub, uh, publishing the address of a councillor at election time, what about the funding for those politicians identified as high-risk targets to at least improve their personal safety and security? See, I think you have to look at the situation and see what exactly is happening and why they are high-risk. And if there is a genuine reason, well, all of us have to take, in our, li- in our daily lives, have to take sensible precautions. And that has always applied. I always applied that maxim when I was in public life. Uh, you know, even driving along at night, you're careful what roads you go to. You're careful that you're not too much on your own. And that you, you know, that you, when you get home, that, or if you're away, that you contact home and let them know you've arrived safely at A or B. That there are basic 
principles that as women that we do and have done for years and I think that we have to rely on that but if there are serious threats and real threats that the Gardaí identify um, uh, well then that is a different matter okay. and action should be taken but it should be taken against the people who are making the threats not putting up walls between the public and the public representative. Okay, I just want to go back to Donna then. Donna, your personal safety, is that something you've ever had to question or be very concerned about since becoming a public representative? Well, I had to take that before, as as Patricia rightly pointed out, as as a woman, I would have had to always look after my personal safety. Um, And I do uh, kickboxing, not to get into a ring to fight, but to if something happens to me that I'm going to be going down fighting, I'm not going to be. And that's, I do that because of my personal safety. But I like to be very open and accessible and easy for members of the public to approach. I'm always out on the ground. I'm not hiding behind anything. It's just the address that I would be worried about people actually coming to my door because they're not coming to me, they're coming to my family. If my family's in behind my door, that's who they have access to. I have email, I have phone, I've gone to public meetings, I've no problem being open and accessible. But even as Patricia pointed out, like it would have been different groups for different things. So different issues are coming out. Some people might agree with me and I'm okay. Some people at the minute are against what I'm what I'm fighting for and they want to access me. Access me, okay. Don't access my family at my family home. Have you noticed a change in attitude towards local representatives and have to say, particularly women in in recent years and what would you put that down to if you have noticed a change for for the worse i i've noticed a change in in the threats to um to public representatives is changed it's not about um just going to their offices and protesting outside their offices you know there has been videos circulating on social media um angry mobs actually sent discussing going to a, a councillor at a td's home you can't have a hundred masked men turning up at your home. That's not right. Um, our own Kathleen Function was terrified when um, people rang her and said they were coming to get her. You know, these are Martin Kenny, like he's had physical threats in his home when he's now having to move his home. So I think the rise in abuse and attacks is reflecting very badly on the direction that our Irish society is headed. Yeah, and Patricia, I'll go to you on that. I mentioned when you know we spoke about the incident involving uh, Anne Robin and Karen Cannon and the the, the dung, We did ask you for your previous experience as a, a public representative, and uh, hopefully it was an isolated incident. Yeah, you, you haven't faced too many of them over the years. But you mentioned calling to somebody's door and a shotgun being put in your face, and I shouldn't even be laughing. It's just it sounds like something that would happen in a movie, not in real life. It depends on what you... Um, I said people call to my door and, and would still call to my door looking for advice or help or direction. And I never I never had a problem with it. But, but there were times when people called and you knew they were aggressive. But you had to deal with it and uh, you had to stand up to it. It's not nice, but it happens and, and that's it. But there have been, over the years, there would be different things. There would be the silent calls, the heavy breathing, everything, you know. So you learn to cope with them and you move on. But as I said, there seems to be, in general society, there seems to be a breakdown in what I would have accepted as a general norm. And what's now acceptable practice, to me, would never be acceptable. But you have to, you can't bow to them cut off everybody else's access because of that very small minority. You have got to have the courage to stand up and take them on and say, get out. You know, this is it. This is my home. Please leave. And if they don't, you call the Gardaí. 
And do you think, like Donna does, that there has been a, a sadly a negative change in attitude towards our local representatives, particularly women in recent years? And it was something we, we talked about that time when you were on the Friday panel, um, social media. Do you think technology is facilitating this kind of dissonance or hatred? You see, there's your public life and there's your private life. If you're bringing your, your private life into your public life, well, then you're opening the door. Whereas if you, draw, if you keep the lines between your public life and your private life, then it's, it's, it's a hard bridge to cross over. But equally, people are saying things and doing things now that you, they wouldn't even think about. And, well, you wouldn't even know they were thinking about it. But now they seem to be able to scribble off something, put it out there, and there's no repercussions. But again, I'm getting back to the the point: is that does that mean that you stop serving the community whom you choose, you have chosen to put yourself forward to to represent? And you know, and if 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 that's happening, well, then there's there's something seriously wrong. But I think it's to do with being able to stand up and defend what actions you take as a public representative to be able to explain to people why you've made a stand for X, Y, and Z, and deal with it. But you know, it's just—it's just not—it's just not easy. But I said, I, I guess it's I not easy though, again. Patricia, because as you can be as rational as you want to be, but some people are just irrational, and there's no change in their mindset. You know? No, there isn't any change in their mindset, and you agree to differ, and that's it. And as I have I said to numerous people over the years, this is my viewpoint. This is what I believe. I'm sorry you disagree with me, and this is the end of the conversation. We have to close it now. End of. Okay. But oh. you you have to be able, but you have to, and people have to know what you what you stand for. You can't be seen running with the hare and chasing with the hound on different issues, and then expect that people are going to go with it. They, because the people are confused. Then, but again, I get back to it that the majority of people are not interfering with anybody, and they want to be able to access their public representative. And we cannot keep putting up barriers. Okay, um, Donna, just going back to you, when it comes to social media, how have you found your interactions, be it on Twitter or Facebook? Do people use it as a, a way to contact you about local issues that they're looking for your, you to help them solve or work on? Or is it a case that you're getting left a lot of nasty comments or, you know, faceless egg avatars on Twitter with loads of numbers in their in the, hand, the name of their handle and that kind of thing just leaving you abuse um, I, Mostly it's positive I have to say um, uh, and it is to do with issues uh, because some people only have social media as a way of contacting us so you can't close that off um, some people have called to my house and I've welcomed them in uh, for issues and, and I'm open to that I, It's because it's local people coming to me it's not people that are coming to me threatening. I have had um, abusive um, texts and, and emails, which I just ignore. So I delete them and ignore them because that's just something, as, as Patricia said, you're leaving yourself open to that, so you have to accept it as part of the thing. But, you know, I was at a women's conference yesterday trying to persuade more women to put themselves forward locally and nationally. And if they're looking at this as a situation you know, are they going to put themselves forward now? There's already barriers there to stop them. And this is going to be another barrier, the fact that they could be threatened. And and, and it's okay to say, ring the guards. And, like, and the guards are great, but they're under-resourced. They, they, they may not get to you in time if something's happened. So, you know, yeah, we have to be, we're there for the public. I'm there for the public. I'm open to the public. But something has to be done to protect us as well as leaving us open to the public. Do you feel out of any of our public representatives, Donna, that it's yourselves, councillors who are particularly exposed? You, you know, you mentioned not having an issue with 
phone number or email address being out there for people to contact you. It's really your home address. That's bringing your family into it. But like, for example, TDs don't have to, to publish their phone numbers. No, and but TDs have offices and, you know, you can expect people to go and protest outside an office, peaceful protest outside an office. We see this more and more. But what's happening from that, I mean, there was a video um, online that was showing masked men standing outside an office and then discussing should they go to the TDs home, you know. So, but some people um, have two phones. I only have the one phone, but some people would have a counsellor's phone and then their private phone. So, you know, they, you have that barrier there too as well. So it, it is about protecting us. There's no point in us being there for the people if some, the tiny minority of the people are going to attack us and leave us. I mean, you look at Joe Cox and, and David Ames in England, like yeah. they, they, you know, they were murdered, you know, so we have to be very careful. And it is a tiny minority, but it's not even across um, the political spectrum. We're seeing bus drivers attacked, emergency depart- departments, um, ambulances being attacked, Gardaí being attacked. So attacks are happening on, on, on the public as it is. Okay, and last word to you on this then, Patricia. Is that one way around it? I mentioned to Donna, TDs don't have to publish their phone numbers. Obviously, councillors do. Is it a case of just, you know, like have a work phone and a a personal phone? Uh, So at least you, you know, you can uh, filter out the abuse or, you know, this directly coming into your work phone. They don't actually have access to, to your own personal number. Well, that's a decision for every public representative to make. I mean, if you want to have a private phone, you want to have a private phone. If you want to have a public phone, you have a public phone. And if that's the way they want to go, that is their choice and that is their decision. But I think Donna touched on it there. Society in general, something something bad is happening and there's a change in attitudes and you you have to look at the underlying causes why are people responding in this way and i think that we need to do an awful lot of study and research into it to see what has brought about this change in society it's not just here in ireland but it is a major change for us here in ireland where people have had ready access to their public representatives and i certainly would like to make sure that that is maintained and continued.